this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Goodman, the Hot Nerd, bringing you another episode of the Hot Nerd Podcast. How are you doing today in your neck of the woods? I hope things are going absolutely awesome for you. Things are going great here, man. Life is just good. It's it's really, really insanely busy. Let me insert that. But it's great. It's awesome. We're here to live another day. We're here to fight another day to make the world a better place to work. Before we jump into today's episode, do me a favor, head over to the website, www.thehopnerd.com. Follow along on all things social media at The Hop Nerd, except for Twitter, because it's super duper special. It's at The Hop Nerd 1. And, you know, Instagram's kind of the same, too. It's a little different. It's just Sam U. Goodman. Anywhere else, you can just search The Hop Nerd, Sam Goodman, whatever. You could probably figured out how to find me now, but I will say this. If you're not following along with the YouTube channel, do me a favor. Go check it out. If you like it, if you love it, if you got to have more of it, subscribe to it, like it, share it, interact with it, all that kind of sort of stuff. I'm working hard to bring you some vlogs just about every week. Plus, we're taking deep dives back into the Hot Nerd Vault to resurrect some video episodes, some video from all these really cool interviews that we've done so far that we haven't necessarily shared. So I'm trying to bring those to you in the video format. Plus, it's a nice way to just go back and re-listen to a bunch of stuff because, man, we're at like 170-some-odd episodes now. We're slowly closing in on 200. I'm pumped. I cannot believe that we have pushed out this many episodes in such a short period of time, but they're there. It's just a huge repository of great stuff. I like going back and listening to the guests just because I had those conversations and I still missed stuff. So it's a lot of fun to go back and listen in. With all of that being said, let's jump into today's message. Today, I want to talk a little bit about or maybe a lot about, we'll see how far this one goes. But I want to dive into this topic around the division that we currently see around the world of safety. And let me start by saying this. When I first started in the world of occupational safety and health, when I first started as a lowly filled technician in this world of the professional practice of safety, I never really would have thought that we would see the amount of divide that we see within our communities. I never would have thought that safety would have become such a controversial and near political issue, especially as it comes to us talking about it amongst safety professionals. But here we are. We're, we're, we're here. We're, we're practically ruled by rampant safety mobs that roam the digital streets of select platforms, LinkedIn, that are basically trying to start safety turf wars with each other and basically anyone else that they can fight with. (laughs) It's crazy. So pre-warning, or I guess just maybe not spoiler alert, but more or less saying that uh, I cover this in depth. Ian and I cover this in depth in the book, which you know is out now, Safety Sucks, The Manifesto. You can get it pretty much anywhere that you get books. Amazon is probably the easiest place to get it. But we dive into this topic quite a bit in the book because I, I think it's really, really important. And I think it's safe to say that our work worlds kind of mirror the worlds that exist beside them. Right. The world that we live in, there's this deeply entrenched polarization that seems to be 
more of the rule than the exception in our current lives. But in the world of safety, we find ourselves in this world of safety this, safety that, and whatever like really cool marketable safety-related name that we can put in here, like these names about safety. And then we just use those names to argue about it online. We've broken ourselves up into these kind of pseudo-political groups, these factions, and we've practically abandoned free thought and reason in exchange for these like cookie-cutter thought ideologies, platforms that have been built for us by others. And we kind of like strap these ideologies onto our back. We bolt them on like a suit of armor. We raise the flag of our chosen team and we go to war over our beliefs, over our ideologies around safety. We labeled and boxed ourselves into a corner. We've set up camps. We've drawn a line in the sand and we are more than willing, happy, happy, to duke it out to the death with, 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 there we go, with each other for our chosen side. And I just don't see it as being a good thing, right? This, this creation of safety factions. We don't really seem to have kind of schools of thought around safety. We don't seem to have these respected groups that have maybe some extremely opposing or differing views on how to best approach the complex problems that we face, those schools of thought seem to have become a thing of the past. Open conversation, dissent, debate, diverse thought, mutual professional respect. Well, I don't know, maybe that might work. But they seem unwelcome in our current safety ecosystem. We have rivalries more than we have conversations. And if you don't believe me, if you've not been exposed to this, because I, I've... I've Fortunately and unfortunately, had the opportunity to live kind of well in the world uh, of social media. If you don't believe me or you've not been exposed to this, I, I double dog dare you right now to go to LinkedIn and post something like hop sucks <laughs> and see what happens. Post something like behavior based safety is stupid and see what happens. Like if you want to get like really freaky deaky, go mention something positive or negative about zero and see what happens, right? So no matter what you pick there, you're going to be swarmed by an unruly mob uh, pretty quickly. And some coming to your rescue and others prepared to like bash you all about the head and face for digitally, digitally, at least at this point, digitally prepared to bash you all about the head and the face, right? For whatever your viewpoint is. So look, I, I like an argument as much as the next person, right? I, I like to uh, consider myself a little bit of a provocateur. Um, but at this point, we really just seem to be fighting simply for the sake of fighting. And on our best days, we seem more interesting, more interested in fighting over what we label ourselves, their little groups or our little kind of ideologies, more than we're interested in fighting to actually make things better. On our worst days, we seem to have no freaking clue what we're fighting at, about to begin with. But the fight continues, right? It, it, it marches forward. The fight continues. Uh, and before I really move forward kind of in this episode, I want to say and really kind of describe my thoughts and beliefs around open dialogues in general. Um, my support really for unabridged, real and meaningful conversation. So open dialogue, even dialogue consisting of opinions that we dislike, they matter. But this meaningless feuding and fighting, it's just noise, right? This screeching and primal screaming and open air online feuding really kind of prevents or discourages meaningful conversations, dissent and debate. I mean, even myself, just personal share, 
I kind of come and go on social media. I've gotten to the point to where I'll post stuff and then just walk away from it. Like I'm, I'm not going to um, expose myself to just dumb. Let me, let me put it that way. If someone wants to have a real conversation, if someone wants to have a real debate, if someone wants to, uh, you know, have a real dialogue, I'm completely open to that. But so much of it is not that it's, it's quite the opposite. It's this online (laughs) primal, like screeching head exploding kind of stuff. And I'm sorry, I just just don't have any time for that. I I just don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not willing to, um, do that. So, and I've, what I've seen is like a lot of people are not willing to do that. We're kind of over it. Right. So that's kind of what I mean is that it discourages people from even getting involved in the conversation, right? This kind of chest thumping, chest beating, I'm right, you're wrong kind of stuff leads to exactly that. People that have really good input, people that might want to share an opinion that might differ from maybe someone else's, they're just going to avoid it, (laughs) Right? They're just going to avoid it. So in this situation, I think rather than being dismissive or argumentative, we really need to seek to understand each other's views. We need less of this kind of seagull style of interactions. And if you don't know what that, you know, we use that term around safety a lot, seagull safety. But, you know, we kind of throw it around with these just general interactions as well. So a seagull interaction is an interaction in which, you know, a person flies by and basically shits all over someone or their beliefs and then just flies off. <laughs> Right? They're like, you're wrong, bye, you suck, bye, right? Not, not really going to give you anything other than saying you're right, I'm wrong, you know, that's it. But those need to be replaced with meaningful conversations, meaningful debate if we need to uh, disagree. We need to place a lot less value on this, ha, I was right and you were wrong, and place more value on this, aha, we discovered the truth together, We need to try harder to understand each other. We need to try to, we need to try harder to understand the ideas that we each hold, our viewpoints, even if those ideas aren't great. And I'll even throw this in there. Even if those ideas are freaking horrible, we need to be able to talk about them in a constructive fashion. Bad ideas fester in darkness. Bad ideas are often born and thrive in a vacuum. So even the worst of ideas are better suited to reside in the light of day. In the daylight, they can be openly challenged by the many. In the darkness, they can be perpetuated by the few. So what I'm saying is this, is we need to talk more and fight less. The conversations that we have, the dialogues that we create, they shape the world in which we reside. So this is in no way... Uh, some rallying cry against dissent, debate, or even good old-fashioned arguments. It's pretty much exactly the opposite of that. What I'm really saying here, especially as it relates to the safety profession, these interactions between safety professionals, what I'm really saying is this. We've been shitting where we sleep for far too long. Boom. Mic drop. (laughs) But while it might be fun and sometimes warranted, you know, this whole like shitting all over our peers and shitting on people that dare disagree with our sacred safety ideologies, uh, it's still shitting on our own. And it's still shitting in our own bed. Not only do we continually shit the bed, but we then kind of like roll around in it, basking in how victorious we were over that other dumb safety practitioner. We seem to prefer being right, gobbling up any practitioner that dare disagrees with our sacred safety ideology along the way to seeking out the truth and actually trying to do things maybe a little bit better. So here's the ultimate point. Here's the main point. 
arguing simply because you're on safety team this and you know I'm on safety team that is only arguing in pursuit of being right. It's not actually seeking out what is right. We hide behind this notion that our group of believers holds the truth, and not only the truth, but that our ideas hold the moral high ground as well. We hold in our hearts that those with different views are not only dead wrong, but they're morally inferior. And that drives us to eat our own. Rather than seeking out understanding and seeking out why these particular views make sense to this particular person in this particular situation, we just shit all over each other. We just lob cement milkshakes across the lines kind of digitally at each other on platforms like LinkedIn and all this kind of crap. And then we just end up fighting and spiraling and then actually accomplishing maybe not a lot of anything. So we need community, not rivalries. We need conversations, not LinkedIn hit squads. Our desires to cling to our particular flavor of safety ideology above all else is destroying valuable community in the professional practice of safety. A community that we're all in desperate need of as we work within this challenging and complex profession. I hate to break this to you, but no particular safety ideology is the root of all evil. (laughs) Nor is it all that plagues us as safety practitioners. Screaming at each other about how great safety this is and how dumb safety that is, is only harming all of our efforts to make the world a better place to work, and it's driving us farther away from each other. If something's wrong, say it. But dissent, debate, explain, teach, rather than shit on, exile, disavow, and disembowel. People are not the enemy. Even that mean old safety practitioner that you disagree with. People are not the enemy. We take a much deeper dive into this subject in a chapter in Safety Sucks the Manifesto. So if you haven't picked that up, make sure you head over and take a peek at it. You can find it pretty much anywhere that you find books, but Amazon is probably the safest bet. Again, we go much, much, much deeper into the subject if that is something that interests you. Other than that, that's all I've got. Sam Goodman, The Hot Nerd, signing off. (gasps) Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) 